Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you, to give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate Thursday of the seventh week of Easter, and we begin with Psalm 16. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Together, keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you, O Lord, my allotted portion in my cup. You it is who hold fast my lot. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Therefore, my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body too abides in confidence because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Keep me safe, O God, for you are my hope. Together, Keep me safe, O God. You are my hope. Our gospel for today is taken from John chapter 17, verse 20 to 26. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you love them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am they also may be with me that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. So today, Jesus continues praying for his disciples, for all of us. You know, there, there's one part of this prayer that hit me like a ton of bricks, so that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us. There were times when the disciples were at odds with one another. Jesus saw their conflict at times. Yesterday, I really stressed the importance of this oneness, this coming together, this working together, this praying together, this growing together. Not one of uniformity, but really of unity. You know, I think of the time the two disciples, his disciples, James and John, approached Jesus, asking him to, to do for them whatever they asked. That was in Mark's gospel, chapter 10, verse 35. And Jesus replies, what do you want me to do for you? And it is James and John's answer that 
brings about conflict in the team of 12 disciples. They said, let one of us sit. They said, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. In other words, we would like a place of prominence and leadership in your future glorious kingdom, Jesus. On another occasion, all of the disciples had been arguing about who was the greatest. Is it Peter? Is it John? Who is the greatest? And when Jesus walked with his disciples, he dealt with it head on. And he redirected his disciples back to the mission at hand. And that is God's desire for us too. Deal with any outstanding conflict and focus upon the mission at hand. So you can see how Jesus is concerned that they're able to deal with conflict and stay connected. I think of that song, United We Stand, Divided We Fall. Remember that? Jesus makes clear that a united group of people with one purpose is simply unstoppable. Nothing is impossible where there is unity. And in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12, verse 25, we read, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and no town or house divided against itself will stand. In other words, united we stand, divided we fall. Unity makes all things possible, but disunity ensures nothing but ruin. As Catholics, we need to promote unity. I feel it's a characteristic that we need to, to work on. How? We need to start pursuing the same goals. That means we need to move toward a relationship with Jesus, to embrace his teachings, his values. We need to all be responsive to the needs of others. That literally means that we should see every person as our brother, our sister. Being responsive calls for compassion. Being sensitive and caring, we need to encourage one another and lift each other up. To be one means to, to love God with your whole heart and soul, to love your neighbor as yourself, to love your enemy. Now, unity does not mean, as I mentioned yesterday, uniformity, total agreement. There has never been a time in our history where everyone agreed on something. Jesus does not pray that our differences would be eliminated. Instead, he prays for our oneness. He prays that we would be one as he and the Father are one, so that our oneness would be the revelation of God's presence to the world. Oneness in the midst of difference becomes a sacramental presence of God's life in the world. Part of the problem is we are so focused on the disagreements that we do not grasp unity or what it means to be one. Unity is more about the mission. Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. Differences are what makes the church stronger. Unity means to, to have a spirit of cooperation and charity, a spirit of cooperation, willingness to work toward the same goals while cooperating with one another and the Lord on, on that unknown path. A spirit of charity, willingness to share Christ's love with one another as we follow God together. Jesus longs for you and me to be one with him and with God, just as he longed for his disciples to be to experience this loving unity. The unwillingness to forgive someone who has wronged you hinders unity. When we are jealous of others and what God does in their lives and how God uses them, it hinders unity. When you focus only on yourself, it hinders unity. And so, my friends, let us do our part to be one. Jesus really does not want us to, to stray from him. St. Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, chapter 14, 2, says, For he is our peace. He who made both one and broke down the dividing wall of enmity. 
through his flesh. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.